Blog Talk Radio. Uh, maybe there's someone listening to me today that you've went through an unusual season of trial, an unusual season of testing, and it seems like it's never going to end, but it will end. When you get to the other side of that season, I want to tell you something. There, there'll be payback, and there'll come an unusual season of refreshing. This is Pastor Brad Morgan of New Life Beginnings Church. I want to continue on the message that I started last week entitled, What Are We Doing Here? And and last week we just uh, began to look at uh, the promise that had come true that, that Elijah had been believing for, for the abundance of rain, and how he had birthed that rain through prayer, and how he went through a suffering to birth what God had, what God had for Israel, and then, um, and with that birthing, there had to be made a a preparation, because whenever God's wanting to do something new in our life, he, he wants to do a preparation on the inside, so, so what he does won't be, won't be wasted, we'll be able to contain it, we'll be able to, to hold it, and so as this rain came, and and first the rain didn't look like uh, that much. It was a it was a cloud, and it was small as a man's hand. And I want to tell you something. Sometimes great things start out very small and start out not looking like uh, too much. But in verse 46, it says, Then the hand of the Lord came upon First Kings 18:46. Then the hand of the Lord came upon Elijah. And he girded up his loins and ran ahead of Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. You know, actually girding up his up your loins, one meaning for that is preparing yourself for activity. And and I've found the the instances where we have a, a great breakthrough is the instances where we're vulnerable to an unusual attack. I remember many years ago, I want to say probably 34 years ago, as I uh, began to be aware of the Holy Spirit and the power of the Holy Spirit, and as I uh, received, went to Korea and received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Actually, I was going on a mission trip, but I ended up receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit in Seoul, Korea in a prayer grotto. Actually, it was a it was a retreat place, but they had these small prayer grottos where people could come in and could could pray and could talk to God. So I did that. I prayed and I talked to God and asked God to fill me with the Holy Spirit and and I told him that I was uh, open to speaking in other tongues. Just the day before I went to an, an all-night prayer meeting, I went till about, I guess, 12 o'clock, and, and I came forward, and they laid hands on me, and, and I didn't receive my prayer language, but I know in that laying on of hands, I believe they broke something that was hindering me. So the next day I, I received it, and it something very uh, real, and I knew it was from the Lord, and so I decided when I received it, I was coming back. I was coming back to Houston, and so I did. I came back, and and um, you know I was really drunk on this 
Spirit of God for the first probably six weeks. I just uh, wept, wept every day, and it was just a supernatural uh, manifestation. Of course, in my life, in my personal life, I had no real direction, but yet uh, God had heard my cry, and he poured out his spirit on my life. And But I remember on the plane ride back, that there was an unusual attack uh, from the enemy to try and convince me that what I received wasn't real. So whenever you have an unusual breakthrough, you can expect to have an unusual attack. First Kings 19.1, it says, And Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done, and how he had executed all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah, saying, So let the gods do to me, and more also, if I do not make your life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. And when he saw that he arose and ran for his life and went to Beersheba, which belongs to Judah, and left his servant there, but he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat, under a broom tree and he prayed that he might die and said it is enough now lord take my life for i am no better than my father's you know this this had to be a a satanic attack and i don't want to be too hard on elijah because he'd been fighting a battle in a warfare unusual warfare about for about three and a half years and i believe that he was just exhausted and when like i said when we're vulnerable we're subject to that attack and uh, verse 4 says and he prayed that he might die and said it is enough now lord take my life for i'm no better than my father's then as he lay and slept under a broom tree suddenly an angel touched him and said to him arise and eat that's very interesting an angel touched him and i've found in the scriptures that there's instances where you're going through severe trial you know, when Jesus was in Gethsemane and, and it said that he was praying and he and he sweat blood and it said after that experience that the angels came and ministered to him. And, and I really believe when we're going through a, a trial or unusual trial that angels can, can come. And the scripture even tells us to be careful how we treat strangers for some People have entertained angels unaware, which which tells me something that sometimes we entertain angels and angels just look like people. I remember many years ago when I was uh, going through a, a low season in, in the ministry and a season of discouragement and, and struggle, not, not the only season of that that I've had since we started the church, but I was really wondering if we were doing any good we were setting up for a youth revival and as we were setting up I had someone walk up and and he was kind of scruffy in his appearance and he walked up to me and and maybe someone pointed out to to him that I was the pastor and and he walked up to me and he he handed me a hundred dollar bill and told me you're doing a good job and he got back in the car he drove off and I've never seen that man again in, in my life, and I really believe that that day God sent an angel to to strengthen me, to encourage me, to to minister to me. But I love that in verse five, an angel touched him and said, "Arise and eat." 
you know, there comes a time when we've been in battle, when we've been in struggle, that we have to take time to rest. We have to take time to feed ourselves, to feed on the Word of God, to feed on prayer, to to feed on just maybe listening to some teaching, just different things to have a rest. Then he looked, in, and I just want to tell you something. I was just thinking about this, you know, uh, maybe there's someone listening to me today that you've went through an unusual season of trial, an unusual season of testing, and it seems like it's never going to end, but it will end. When, when you get to the other side of that season, I want to tell you something. There, there'll be payback, and there'll come an unusual season of refreshing, of refreshing from the presence of the Lord. So if you've went through an unusual season of testing, you can expect an unusual season of refreshing, of recovery. In the Amplified, it actually says, I think in Acts 3.19, of recovery from the effects of heat. And this will happen from the presence of the Lord. And so uh, then he looked, and there by his head was a cake baked on coals and a jar of water. So he ate and drank, and he laid down again. You know, sometimes we need to just eat, we need to drink, we need to rest. You can't fight all the time. And the angel of the Lord came back the second time and touched him. I love that. I love in the scripture where it says the word of the Lord came to him a second time. I'm so glad that the word of the Lord will come to you more than one time. If God has something specific for you to do, you can count on the word of the Lord coming to you more than one time. And and touched him again, the angel. An angel of the Lord came back the second time and touched him. I guarantee you, if you walk through a hard season, that you can count on the angel. You can count on ministering spirits. Now, we don't look for angels. We don't worship angels. But I want to tell you something. If you've went through a hard season, you you can expect angels. There's been sometimes in prayer, I've never seen an angel, but there's been sometimes in prayer where I sense an angelic presence in the room. So the angel of the Lord came and and touched him and said, Arise and eat because the journey is too great for you. In other words, God knew that Elijah had walked in this particular battle long enough. And so now he was going to have to get up. He's going to have to get up. But God was giving him supernatural strength for the next season in his life. So he arose and ate and drank, and he went in the strength of that food 40 days and 40 nights as far as Oreb, the mountain of God. I want to tell you something. That was some food he ate. I don't know if you've ever eaten food that's lasted 40 days and 40 nights, but I've not eaten that kind of food. But again, there was a supernatural, there was a supernatural sustainment, even in this very low time. And I remember when I had the breakdown, I I went through a very low time. I went through a time where I wanted to take my life. And then I went through a time where I was in a mental institution and where it looked like I'd never get out, where it looked like I would never change. But but I believe that through the prayers of the saints, I believe the angels of God were ministering for me. 
and were ministering to me. And it says in verse 9, And there he went into a cave and spent the night in that place. I want to tell you something. I've run into a lot of Christians that have spent more than a night in the cave. Some things didn't work out right. Some things, maybe they had a bad experience with a pastor or leaders or, or, or just things they were believing for didn't turn the way they thought they would turn. And so they went into the cave and they're still in the cave today. But, but I want to tell you something. You know, sometimes we go into the cave for a season because the Bible says that when you go to pray, Go to your closet and close the door. That's like a cave. And pray in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. I want to tell you something. When you felt isolated, when you felt like no one knew what was going on, even it seemed God was nowhere to be there, and you went in the cave. But there comes a day when God says this. The word of the Lord came to him, and he said to him, what are you doing here, Elijah? So here he is in this place of isolation. Here he is in this place of loneliness. Here he is in this place of great battle after he had experienced his greatest victory. And God asked him the question, what are you doing here? You know, I'm reminded whenever God asks us a question, we don't know the answer. So he began to ask him, what are you doing here? What are you doing in this place? What are you doing in this place of isolation? In other words, what he was really telling him is you don't have to live this way. I'm calling you out of the wilderness into a new season in your life. I'm calling you into a new season. I want to tell you something today, your stumbling blocks and what seems like a stumbling block is actually a stepping stone into a new way of life, into a new walk with the Lord. Father, I pray for my listening audience today, and Lord, I know someone's going to listen to this that needs to hear this word, and I thank you for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And I thank you for encouragement. And I thank you for just the sweetness of the Spirit of God just uh, touching lives and causing changes by your power. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, this is Pastor Brad Morgan. It was good being with you today. I hope you enjoyed the message. I would like to encourage you to visit our website at newlifebeginningschurch.com. That's newlifebeginningschurch.com. There's a secure site there where you can sow into this ministry. If you'd like to sow by mail, our address is New Life Beginnings Church, P.O. Box 203, Patterson, Texas 77466. If you do not have a church home, I want to invite you to come visit ours. Our Sunday service is at 1030. The church address is 5609 FM 359 North, Brookshire, Texas 77423. We offer child care for the four-year-olds and younger. On Wednesday nights, we reach out to the kids in the Brookshire Patterson area. We have service and classes that start at 7 p.m. If you have prayer requests or would like to speak with us, our church phone number is 281-802-8094. You can contact me by email at bmorgan542 at gmail.com. 
That's bmorgan542 at gmail.com. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast. The best is yet to come wherever you get your podcasts. This program is sponsored by New Life Beginnings Church. And again, this is Pastor Brad Morgan. And I would like to remind you the best is yet to come. We love you and thanks for listening.